The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Welcome back, my friends. Thanks again for joining us on this Thursday and giving us an opportunity to spend a little bit of uh, our day in God's Word today. Whether you're watching this in the morning, afternoon, listening to this in the audio format, uh, we're just glad you're here with us as we walk through verse by verse, section by section, through right now the book of Matthew as we look through the life of Christ. And now we're going to look at a section of Scripture. If you're following along, we'll be in uh, Matthew chapter 16, verse number 5 here in a moment. And in two thoughts, we're going to see the importance and one, one little small truth or help when it comes to in, interpreting Scripture. We'll look at that in a moment. But two, the other thing we're going to look at is sometimes when you're praying and you're waiting for God to give direction and it just, it just seems like the direction seems weird or wrong or you can't fully understand why what God is leading seems to be his direction, sometimes it's simply because we're we're busy trying to see what God's doing for us. We're distracted. We've got our own opinion. We're not. We're just willing to sit back and say, "Lord, what are you doing?" Uh, we'll look at that in a section in a real, in a bit of a I want to say a silly, but a a silly scenario here that I think has profound truth because it happens to us frequently. Uh, Matthew chapter sixteen, verse five. Now, when the disciples had come to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. Then Jesus said to them, Take heed and beware the leaven of the Pharisee and the Sadducees. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It is because we have taken no bread. So they'd come over. Their mind was on the physical. By the way, that's not a bad thing, obviously. They needed to carry food. That was one of their responsibilities. They'd realized when they got there, they weren't prepared. They didn't bring any extra. So at this point, immediately, they, there was a legitimate physical need uh, for themselves, for their, for their um, leader, for their master, for Jesus. And so they look at this, and that's a legitimate thing. Jesus immediately turns to a spiritual um, instruction. And as he turns to the spiritual instruction, because the mind of the disciples were on this, they, knowing that Jesus would, could read their minds thinking, this is a weird combination. And so instead of getting the simplicity, the simple truth, yet profound truth that Jesus is trying to teach them, uh, in turn, they confuse it with what's going on at the moment in the physical needs. Now, how do you then? We talked about the idea of a simple truth of interpretation. Let me explain what I mean by that. If you were to go back to the beginning in yesterday's episode, the first few verses, Jesus is confronting the Pharisees and Sadducees over their wrong teaching, over their poor doctrine. The end of this section, we'll read in a second that, so they realize that's what he's talking about. So one of the things in context, if you don't always know what it is that's going on, go back and read a little bit. Now you see, well, it was the last chapter. Please remember, the chapter divisions were not placed in there uh, by God. These are, these are just long narrations, letters, um, they were placed in there by preachers. They were placed in people by uh, really itinerant traveling preachers who say it was easier for people to follow us if we had verse divisions. So it's just a, it's, it's basically kind of the way the physical leather Bible's bound together, same idea, it was a human thing. It's not inspired. So you can go back and look at the context. In this case, the first few verses, it's easy to see what Jesus is trying to teach on. He's picking up. He's taking the experience they just had and then teaching them something from it. But often like we are when Jesus is trying to teach, we miss it because we, and sometimes legitimately, are focused on the needs of the moment. That's not always bad. And the key then is to be able to sit back, step back for a second. You ever heard the phrase? I grew up hearing this phrase. It's a phrase, uh, can't see the forest because of the trees. 
Sometimes you're so close to a, a situation that you, you don't have the perspective. You can't step back and see all the things taking place. You're, you're consumed with this immediate situation taking place. And sometimes, that's why Jesus says in John, to abide me, sometimes it's nice just to step back for a minute, wait, rest. Rest is a big part of this. If you're fatigued, anxious, overwhelmed, it's, it's almost impossible to see this from a right perspective. But if you're able just to take a step back and look at it, you're able to see more of what's going on. And, and so Jesus is really still in the broad realm. He's not consumed. And here's the thought. Well, actually, I don't want to jump ahead because Jesus actually says that. So let's go to verse 8. But Jesus, being aware of it, said to them, Oh, you of little faith, why do you reason among yourselves because you have brought no bread? Do you not yet understand or remember the five loaves and the 5,000 and how many baskets you took up, nor the seven loaves and the 4,000 and how many large baskets you took up? How is it you do not understand that I did not speak to you concerning bread, but to be aware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees? Now, so Jesus, reading their minds, immediately jumps in and makes a point. Uh, and here's, here's the intriguing part. They, in just a recent time, two miracles of food. Now, he fed thousands of people with a small lunch. Um, the first time, each one, each one of the disciples took a basket. The second time, there were seven baskets. There was so much food. I mean, there was so much more food left over than they started with, not to mention how many people were fed. You could look back and say, in human mind, human reasoning, we'll never have to worry about this again. I mean, this, we'll just let him prepare it. And it's intriguing how the moment you step away, even in the, in the feeding of the 4,000, they didn't come and say, Jesus, do this. They were still wondering, how do we take care of them? It's amazing no matter how many times in our life we see God do something, often we come to the next need and we think, oh, what are we going to do? We come back, instead of coming back with an emboldened faith based upon what we've seen God do in the past, we have a tendency to come back with the same anxiety, come back with the same uh, concerns, the same doubt. And, and there's a human part of that. There's no doubt about that. But I think this one thing Jesus is trying to teach here. He's trying to teach. You've watched amazing things happen. You've seen me break the physics. You've seen the power of God. And yet, when I'm trying to teach you, you're concerned about food. Uh, and sometimes it's what happens is we can become so concerned about things that, what, what did he say, um, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Jesus says sometimes we are so concerned with the things of the world, what the world's concerned with. He goes, listen, you do your part. I'll take care of those details. He wants us to be able to think a bit beyond that. What does he say then? He finishes it. Verse 12, he says, Then they understood that he did not tell them to beware of the leaven of the bread, but of the doctrine of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. So what he was saying. Now, this, this is an important principle to look at because he's, he's he warning them, he's comparing this false doctrine, this false teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees to the leaven. Leaven was something you'd put in, it would permeate the entire bread. It was small, it would grow, and it would permeate all of it. And that was the premise. A, a teaching that was wrong, but yet because it was taught by a spiritual elite, a self-righteous religion, as I read this morning, is a great way to put it. A self-righteous religion. Please understand, the Bible says knowledge puffeth up. Knowledge brings up. And by the way, we're told to study the word of God, to study to show ourselves approved to God. We, we are told to study the word of God. But we need to study the word of God for application, study the word of God for life instruction. If we're only studying the word of God so we can gain more knowledge and be smarter, we're missing the point. You can gain. There's a lot of people who do not believe in God have a great knowledge of scripture. 
I'm amazed as I've read and watched how many atheists have an amazing knowledge of scripture. I'm amazed why? because they read it. They have knowledge, but if the knowledge doesn't impact, see, the, God, the Bible is more than just a book of knowledge. The Bible is, is quick and powerful and it's sharper than the two-edged sword. The premise is it's alive and it, it digs inside and, it, and it's made there to change us. And if we only see the Bible as a book of knowledge, information that's not impacting and changing my life, we're not seeing the Bible as it's, it's designed to be. And that's something that we, we got to look at. We, we can't miss how easy it is to be in that scenario. Uh, so what he's saying is be careful about that. But he talks about the leaven. It's this, this deception. It's, how do you put it? It's the, with the truth wrapped up in a lie. There's a small amount of truth well, I shouldn't say that. A lie wrapped up in truth. There's a small amount of truth, but inside is deception. Inside's a lie. So you're brought in by, okay, what he's saying is not wrong, but it's easy to miss the lie wrapped up in there. That's why it's called leaven. It just kind of slowly grows. And before you know it, it's impacted so many people. So he's just saying, be careful of this leaven. Be careful of the small thing. You think it's a small thing. It's not a big deal. It can be huge if you're not careful. We come back to this. What's our response? Truth. The truth will set you free, and that is in every area of life. So we go back to the truth, not emotion, not fear, not doubt, not any of that. What is the truth? And we base everything else off that truth. Well, again, thanks for joining us today as we finish this up today and for uh, taking Thursday a few minutes out of our day to join us today. We appreciate it. Stick with us as we have one more day this week. We'll join you tomorrow and continue through the book of Matthew. Again, we appreciate the time to be together. Hope it's an encouragement and hope you join us again 